With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Trampled Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, April 2nd, 2022. There is no Gordo this week. He has COVID um, and apparently has lost his voice as a result. Um, so we are joined by last week's guest, Joy Slenzak. How are you, Joy? Doing great, Andy. How are you? Yeah, very well. Good. And in fine vocal performance, as, as you are as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll soldier on without without Gordon this week. Um, I've got his results from last week to recap, which I'm sure he'll be delighted about. But obviously, we'll start off with myself and uh, the banker pick. I let this team down here, man. My banker did not come in last week for the first time in a long time. Uh, four for at home to Cowdenbeath in Scottish League 2. Uh, the home win was 1-2, and they really should be winning this game. And they they drew one each which was just a bit of a disaster, really. <laughs> Gordon yeah. did a hell of a lot better um, in the Netherlands, in the Eerste get with Excelsior at home to Helmand. Uh, the home win here was 4-11, to 11 and they went and ran out 3-0 winners. So that, that's what you want from a banker pick. So well done, G-Man. Joey, how did you get on? Better. Yeah, so my banker was uh, unfortunately the only bright spot of the weekend for me, but boy, was it bright. I, uh, I had Western United just to score. I was going to take them on the double chance um, at slightly better odds, but I thought there's no way Brisbane were going to keep a clean sheet. And sure enough, it took 35 minutes. Uh, Brisbane got a red card, and then from there, Western United scored three goals. So yeah. definitely could have gotten a little greedier. But. Cruised in, um, and I let down the banker treble uh, last week, which is not good at all. I'll be looking to write that with this week's picks. Um, on to the value picks then, and I did much better here um, in the English League too, with a home win for Exeter against Stevenage at odds of just under evens. Um, Exeter ran out 2-1 winners, and my value pick came in. Um, it was Gordo's turn to let one of the trebles down, as his pick of Suterol away at Feralpisalo in the Serie C Group A. I mean, this this was the sort of game we were having to look at last week. There were no football matches on. It was sort of like an international break where there were very few international games and there were just no <laughs> games on. <laughs> so Gordon was in, in regional leagues in Italy um, and his away pick of Sudtirol at 11-10 to 10. did not come in. They lost 1-0. Um, but Joey, yourself? Yeah, I uh, tried bringing things closer to home with picking the MLS, and uh, unfortunately, it did not come in either. It was a I liked Portland Timbers to win, and they drew one one. Um, there was a fella in the seventy first minute; he gets his first yellow card, and then in the seventy sixth minute, he is forced to take a tactical foul, and Portland go down a man um, already down one nil. So luckily, they were able to get a penalty to at least kind of save it, but. 
it, it was a tough one. Yeah, tough one to take. So only one of the values in this week, and that was um, that was my one. But you guys got your bankers in, which is what we should always be looking to do. Uh, on to the outsider picks, and I was in the third tier of German football for Osnabrück versus Braunschweig. I just really fancied the away price on Braunschweig here at better than two to one for a team that's uh, on a better run and higher in the table. The bet did not come in, however. Uh, it was a one-all draw. However, I'm certain I was on the right side of this and the 21 to 10 odds on Braunschweig. They took the lead. Um, they conceded the equaliser right at the end of the first half, so in, in first half stoppage time. Uh, so weren't, weren't able to see the win through, but I still quite like the pick. I'd probably back it again this week if that game was happening again this week and I got two, over 2-1 two to one on the away team. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. As you see, it's the difficult thing as well with the, the spate of fixtures that just weren't on and us all in the, these really low leagues. Well, myself and Gordon in these really low leagues. There's no way of finding yeah. highlights of these games. <laughs> like you're not getting. You <laughs> I know. have found that to be unfortunate. Yeah, that is the tricky part. <laughs> you're not watching or finding highlights of these. Um, and Gordon's Gordon's outsider was in the Japanese J2 league, so the second tier of Japanese football for Montedio Yamagata versus Tokyo Verde. Um, he took the away team, Tokyo Verde here, at a really nice price of eleven to four. This game ended three all. Um, Verdi were never ahead though and, and their, their equalising goal to make it three each happened in stoppage time so I, I still like the pick um, I think the 11-4 to odds were good for Gordo it just didn't come in this time Joey outsider how did you do? Yeah that, I, I'm still kind of struggling with that outsider we're still got to work on that I had uh, Adelaide United to draw against Central Coast Mariners and Unfortunately, there was another red card in the 27th minute for Adelaide. And they were like they were able to hold out, hold out until the 77th minute. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, it was kind of pushing. And there were just a couple late goals in the 90th, first and 93rd minute that made it a three nil score line. But that realistically probably could have been a one one nil game. Yeah. I mean, you were in the hunt for that for most of that match. You know, it was a, it was, it was, it was a draw was until almost like the, yeah, it was a draw until almost the 80th minute, um, and then you know they've been playing with ten men for over an hour. Exactly, <sighs> they just capitulated. Um, so unlucky. It's never going to be easy. Red red cards. You need some book to offer red card insurance or something. You know, I'd I'd probably be interested. Yeah, in we should we should come up with that. <laughs> yeah, red card insurance. <laughs> on to the charity picks and uh, I let down the charity pick straight away first thing on Saturday morning and I knew I shouldn't have done it but there were just no fixtures last week um, the Japanese YBC Levain Cup so the League Cup and it's in the group format stage and it's the game three in the groups and Hiroshima already had six points they probably weren't that arsed about this I just like the price of them at almost even money against Shimizu Espals because Shimizu are not a good team um, although they were good enough to beat a second string Hiroshima side 2-1 um, Gordon's charity pick uh, so it'll be back to me backing it this week because Gordon's charity pick came in I really really liked this pick but I didn't like what he did with it uh, he took Yokohama FC away it went for it Kofu but he didn't he took he took the double chance at odds of 1-2 to two when you could have got Yokohama at 2-1 straight up and I'm sure I said on last week's show, that's a much better bet. That's a really good bet. Um, and, yeah. and, and, and it turned out to be a very good bet as Yokohama won the game 2-1. Uh, 
Um, so he got his one to two shot in, but if he'd been a bit bolder, um, he would have got he would have got the outsider odds in. It could have been a really good week if he had uh, swapped his charity and outsider picks. Yeah, had uh, Verde on the uh, the double chance instead. <laughs> exactly, and Yogi was a straight up win. That's what we but... get. That's what we get. It was a it was a strange week last week, and there were slim pickings all around. And I'd already killed the charity bet, uh, Joyce. So there was no pressure on you. Yeah, so mine was uh, Melbourne City. Both teams to score against MacArthur, and I will say you guys did extremely well given the circumstances and what you were kind of picking from. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I kind of shot the bet a bit. Uh, I ended up going one for three. I think this was probably the most unfortunate and probably the most frustrating one for me because MacArthur opened the, opened the scoring in the seventh minute, or so we thought, and then it got chopped off by VAR. And then Jamie McLaren, which I was hoping he would be playing for this game, he ended up scoring in the 64th minute. So he started the game, and unfortunately the game finished 1-0, and there weren't as quite as much fireworks as I was hoping for. But, I mean, good for him. He kind of kept scoring and he's top scorer in the league for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. So that was probably one of our less good weeks, but we did preface last week's show with it was essentially a bonus show. We almost cancelled the cancelled the podcast last week, but then we thought, no, Joey knows his stuff when it comes to America and Australia. So we had at least we had some interest last weekend. Um so thank you very yeah. much for that. Um we're going to head to our regular advertisement break in the middle of the show uh, but those of us that are members of the trample bet club on patreon will get the middle section where we'll bring in our new guest and we'll keep joy around and we'll talk about some picks that maybe joy likes for the weekend and that the rest of us have that didn't make next week's show uh, so if you fancy supporting the podcast getting that bit of extra content in the middle seeing us on the video show um, and also getting all the picks written down in a in a cheat sheet each week. So a nice little handy JPEG you can pull up on your phone. Head to www.patreon.com forward slash tramplebet um, or download the Patreon app on your cell phone and search for Tramplebet. You can join the Tramplebet Club. It's £6 a month. It really helps us out, guys, and you do get a whole host of stuff back. Um, Joey, thank you so much uh, for you're for guesting two weeks in a row um we always love having you on and i'm sure you will be back again soon yeah i was hoping to do a little bit better this past week but uh you know what they say back to the lab i mean this isn't easy and i just feel a little embarrassed because those are supposed to be my leagues oh i was so close you were you were, you were so close you were so close and, it, and you're very right it does happen but the lot there's always a future transfer redemption um and exactly We'll see you in a few weeks' time. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the show. Um, last week's guest, Joey Sledzak, has departed 
And it's my pleasure to welcome back Trample Bet uh, friend and colleague, Dave Greenfield. Dave, how are you? I'm good, thanks, my area. Yeah, very well, thank you. Um, I'm excited that there's actually a load of football to see this weekend as opposed to last <laughs> yeah. weekend. <laughs> so we've got, I think Joey got the, you know, the short end of the stick last week being the guest on the week that, yeah. uh, you know, there wasn't wasn't much to choose from, but there's certainly <laughs> plenty this week. Um, as as we all know, Gordo has COVID. Um, Gordo has no voice just now, apparently. Uh, so I have his picks with some of his reasoning. It's not very in-depth. I know you've seen it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it's short and sweet and to the point. Um, it's, it's certainly not Joey in-depth. <laughs> no, it's certainly not Joey. It's the antithesis of Joey. Because, um, you know, Joey was like, oh, I suppose you know we could get Joey to stay on and read out Gordon's picks. And I'm like, no, that would just put so much work onto Joey because you wouldn't feel comfortable reading out a one a one-line synopsis. <laughs> Uh, so yeah so we'll do it as normal bankers values outsiders and charities um i'll do mine and then as i say we've got gordon's notes so we'll we'll follow with gordon's and then and then dave's third um and run through the picks for this week which is the weekend of saturday april 2nd 2022 um and i'm going to kick us off on Saturday morning with my banker in the Japanese J-League with the Kashima Antlers versus Shimizu S-Pulse. The home win for Kashima is 6-11 to 11 here, and I think that's wonderful. I know it's like hovering around 1-2, but getting the Antlers at home at 1-2 against Shimizu S-Pulse is just very good. Um, been really impressed with the Antlers this season. They're third in the league. They've got 12 points from five games played so far. Uh, so that's four wins, one loss. And that, that only loss was in week two against Kawasaki Frontale, who, if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you know they're just excellent. Like they're they're the team to the, you know, that will be favourites for the J League every year. So no shame in losing to them. Uh, and their other four games have been wins. Tim's Espels are 15th. Now it's an 18 team league in, in three spots or relegation spots. So they're just teetering on that. Okay, we're we're not many games in, but this is where I expect them to be sort of all season. And in its season end, hovering around that final re- relegation place. Um, they've got five points from their five games so far. Now, it's early days in the Japanese season, but, but Kashima are just a much better team than Shimizu S-Pulse, and they should win this comfortably, especially as the home side. So getting better than one to two, I think, is a pretty good spot. So that's that's my that's my banker. And Gordo is uh, doing his tried and tested Dortmund versus RB Leipzig Saturday at 5.30pm in the German Bundesliga. As he does with all bankers involving Dortmund, it's over 0.5 first half goals. So that's total. That's a, basically a goal in the first half, at least one for, for any team. And that's two to seven. Um, Gordon's notes on this. These two teams <laughs> can't defend and it will probably be one all at halftime. So even if it's not one all, even if it's just one nil or nil one, is his bet will come in and he's had good success with this in the past so I can see why he's taking it again this week yeah Haaland's back as well isn't he now as he well, is. so. so you've got to think there's a big goal threat for Dortmund and for two teams yeah. that can't defend uh, I, th- <laughs> I think I, th- I think what he means by that is they put more emphasis into their attack <laughs> yeah you know they're still good teams <laughs> 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 what have you got in the banker slot Dave uh, so uh, I'm in uh, League One and I've got uh, Sheffield Wednesday versus Wimbledon. I like Sheffield Wednesday, uh, four to eleven. 
So uh, Sheffield Wednesday are in uh, sitting in sixth at the minute in the last playoff position, while Wimbledon sit in twenty first in the relegation zone. Wimbledon have also just they sat their manager after the last game, and they've just appointed a new manager today. So hopefully, he won't have time to uh, turn them around. And yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, Wimbledon have uh, they've took no points for the last five games. They've took no, uh, so yeah, no points for the last five games. Um, they've they've uh, haven't actually won a game in the league since the seventh of December. Wow, so, a lot of draws and uh, a lot of losses since then. And uh, yeah, so Sheffield Wednesday uh, won two, drawn two, the last four games, which is you know the the one four one last game. They won six nil uh, against. Um, Cheltenham, uh, sorry, against Cambridge, and they've only lost two in the last thirteen games as well. So, also the top of the home form table, forty-four points of twenty games, and uh, Wimbledon have only took sixteen points from twenty away games this season. So, I think we should be looking at quite a comfortable uh, home win, hopefully. It sounds like it, and hopefully that's a, a banker treble coming in this week, um, which priced up at three six five just now is one point seven to one. So pretty decent for for three things that we think are pretty much nailed on. So that's Kashima Antlers, a goal in the Dortmund game's first half, and then Sheffield Wednesday. On to the value picks. Now, this is where the odds get a little bit higher, tend to be around even money or so, just where we see a little bit of value in backing one side over another or a particular thing. Maybe we think the bookies haven't quite priced up correctly. And for my value pick, I'm, I'm in Japan again, Saturday morning, 7 a.m. this time for Kawasaki Frontale against Serezzo Osaka. And a home win for Kawasaki is just under evens at odds of four to five. You might be able to find it in other bookies even closer to even money. Um, Kawasaki, unsurprisingly, top of the J-League after seven matches. I don't think they'll have things as easy as they have had in previous seasons when it comes to winning the title. They'll have some stiff competition from Kashima Antlers in the Yokohama F Marinos this year. However, they are definitely plenty good enough to get the job done at home against Serezzo Ozaka. And I'm really surprised you're getting this close to even money. Um, Kawasaki, 16 points from their seven matches. Ozaka have six points. Um, although they have played two games less, but Kawasaki are just deadly at home like, and have been for several years now. They've played three matches at home this season. They've won all three of them. Getting around even money here is just a, is just a good spot. Um, and long-term listeners will know back in Kawasaki is usually a good thing to do. Have uh, they won the league quite a few years on the bank? So. Yeah, so the, the J-League used to be widely renowned as um, a league that uh, anybody could win. Um, it had something ridiculous. like in its first, I, I might look this up so I don't get it wrong, but it was something like in its first 10 years, eight different teams won it. So like, it, it was properly, absolutely mental. Um, whereas in in recent years, Kawasaki have taken a bit of a stranglehold on it. Uh, they've won it the last two years in a row. Which yeah. for a league that, and you know, and their favourites to win it this year as well. Now for a league that just had so many different winners, um, it, it's strange. They've won four out of the last five. So the Yokohama F Marinos managed to get in there in 2019. But every year since 2017, apart from that, has gone the way of Kawasaki Frontale. So 
Yeah, and they don't look like slowing down either. Although I do think mm-hmm. they will have stiff competition this year from the other two. So, Gordon's uh, value pick, um, as Gordon does, he's in Low League France uh, on Friday evening at 6 pm for Bastia Borgo versus Stade Briochon. And the away win for Stade Briochon is 13 to 8. So that's quite a high price. Um, he says that the, the form team playing away away from home here, they've taken 15 points from their last five. Bastia Borgo have only managed four. He reckons the price on Stade Briochan will shorten in the lead up to kickoff. Um, I know nothing about the French Low Leagues. <laughs> no. <laughs> Literally nothing. I didn't even know that was a team, Stade Briochan. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. Well, I was going to say, I'm glad you're on pronunciation and not the... <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of Bastia Borgo plenty because they, you know, they're involved in games that Gordon likes betting on. Uh, but I don't think I've seen Stad Briochan before. I don't know if they're new into this league or or whatnot. I'm just going to have to take Gordon's advice. But hey, the good thing is it's Friday at 6 p.m. So if it loses, I can re-back our shouts as a double. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, Dave, what's your value pick for the weekend? Uh, so I'm in the uh, MLS at uh, half past eight on Saturday night, and it's uh, my beloved Chicago Fire against FC Dallas. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chicago Fire are, are bang on evens at home. So uh, I mean, Dallas are doing okay. They're uh, fifth in the Western Conference. I took seven points from four games, whereas Chicago sit third in the Eastern, taking eight points from four games. Chicago have the best defensive record in the MLS at the minute. They've only conceded one goal, and that was the last their last game out, which they won three one. Yeah, uh, that they, they haven't lost this season yet. The two draws, two wins. Dallas have only lost once, but it what it's an away fixture they've lost. Whereas you know home advantage in MLS certainly does. Oh. Play a big advantage because of obviously the fan base, uh, the fan base and the distance involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not many people going to away games every week, is there? When you're no, you're talking six-hour plane journeys. <laughs> yeah, and even like for the for the teams, it's must be knackering going. Yeah, long flights to play games. So as well, but uh, our man uh, Shabilko got off the mark last week as well, scoring two goals. So he's uh, and Shakiri got one from the penalty spot. Yep. So they're both uh, both scoring, and um, they've got they've got a keeper. He's only seventeen. Obviously, like he's only conceded one goal in four games, and apparently already uh, Rangers and Chelsea are both asking around. Apparently, yeah, from what yeah. Uh, what we've been hearing, but yeah, so uh, yeah, Chicago at home, even I like, I like it. it. Yeah, I like it as well. I like that pick again. MLS. I don't know particularly too much about it, but obviously you enjoy you know your stuff in there, and I'm more than happy to uh, to go along with that. I'm also more than happy with my uh, bet on Chicago Fire to to win the MLS this year after you tipped it up a few. Certainly, uh, I can't imagine it's anywhere near hundred to one at the minute. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm very happy with that already in the bag, just growing in expected value. Just <laughs> cash out when they're at the playoffs. Oh no no no! I don't. Hey, hey, Dave! I don't. I don't cash out. I just sit there and lose my money like a real man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So um, the treble on that I think comes out at just around eight to one or so. So for Kawasaki's Frontale, Stad Brioshan, and Chicago Fire. 
On to the outsiders, and we, we have been doing well this year at hitting outsiders. Um, we've got a lot of two out of threes, so backing it as a tricksy, like I usually do, is is usually pretty good. Hopefully, this is the week um, that, that we hit three out of three. My outsider is so early in the weekend calendar, it's ridiculous. It's Friday morning because it's in Japan again in the J League, and it's at 11 a.m. on Friday. Uh, but you'll probably be, you know, you'll be, you're able to stream the J League games on um, yeah. Bet365 on William Hill. You have the option just to watch them uh, on your computer. So that might be something if you're free um, or working from home on Friday, you can have on in the background. <laughs> and it's Avispa Fukuoka versus Sagan Tosu. Uh, these two teams are really close to each other in the table. They've both played five games. Avispa have six points and Tosu have seven um, they've also both scored less than a goal on average each game, and they've conceded less than a goal a game on average as well, both of them. So, you know, they're they're tight at the back and they don't score very much. Fukuoka's last five home matches, four draws and one defeat, and that defeat was by a one-goal margin. Tosu's last five away games has also been four draws and one <laughs> defeat. Again, that defeat was by a single goal. I think so, I could see where I'm going. In. <laughs> so I, I mean, you can look back through the four years that we've been doing this, and you can count on one hand the amount of times I've back to draw. But this just seems right for this game, uh, and the draw between Avispa Fukuoka and Sagan Tosu here is two to one. But yeah, was that the way you thought it was going to go? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look from the start. I'm surprised you're getting two to one for like. So there's how many games they have both drawn this season. Yeah. Oh, it's madness. Um, I, I, I guess people just don't like backing draws, and I can understand why. Well, yeah. if, if if you're betting on football to watch it, you like to have some skin in the game and cheat on a team. You don't, <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to sit there and just hope it's nil-nil and go home. So, yeah, so a draw for me, um, which takes us to Gordo's outsider. Now, he usually loves backing draws, and he hasn't this week. Uh, for him, he's in Italy in the Serie A at 5pm on Saturday for Lazio versus Sassuolo. The away win for Sassuolo here is 3-1. to one. Um, And Gordo says, Sassuolo have mugged off Lazio the last few times they've played and are surprisingly close in the table. Lazio in 7th, Sassuolo in ninth. The head-to-head over the last few meetings has been a draw and two Sassuolo wins. Sassuolo have taken 13 points from their last five. Lazio have only managed seven points. I think the 3-1 to one is a good price. I mean, I generally, you know, backing against Lazio doesn't tend to work out very well, but the 3-1 price tag and with what he said there, it seems like solid reasoning. Yeah. Can't, can't argue with that too much. Dave, you're outsider to complete the treble. Yeah, so I'll, I mean, I'll be honest, I struggled this week with an outsider. Uh, yeah. It took me a while to, uh, to find one back and forth for a few, but I settled on uh, Leeds against Southampton. In the uh, Premier League, Saturday three o'clock, and uh, going for Leeds at thirteen to ten. Uh, so Leeds since sixteen through twenty nine points, and uh, Southampton uh, took thirty five points um, from twenty nine games. They're sitting eleventh. They both got six points from the last five games, but Leeds have got their six points by winning their last two games. So they were two 0 down to Wolf last. Last game and have uh, um, ended up winning three two. Yeah, and then they beat Norwich two one. 
Whereas uh, Southampton have lost the last four games straight. Mm-hmm. So, um, also, Leeds have won the last two meetings at Ellen Road, uh, winning both 3 0. And they've also, they are without Bamford, who's out for the rest of the season, but uh, they should have uh, Calvin Phillips and Liam Cooper, who were, who were both on the bench against War. So I would like to think they'd get. Uh, Maybe start if not, they'll. I could imagine they'll at least get a few minutes. So, and Leeds, Leeds can get goals from from a lot of places in that team. The way they play, can't yeah. they? I mean, Dallas because yeah. um, I used to have him in my fantasy teams, and he was he was, oh, yeah. rated, he was rated as a defender, mm. and he'd score every other week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like Jesse Martin, you know, he's a decent manager. I just think it's Americans over here, isn't it? I know, offense yeah. to Joey, but like people don't tend to take him seriously because of the why they talk about football and like the stuff they say, but I think he knows his stuff. Of course he does. He hasn't, he hasn't managed the sides he's, he's managed and not like knowing what he's talking about. I think he'll do all right for him. Yeah, so do I. Um, obviously, Leeds, Biesla was amazing for them and, and yeah, some people yeah. some people still highly rate him. Other people think he's massively overrated, but what he certainly was, was he, he made football for Leeds fans interesting again. Um, yeah. And, and, I, and I, I think that'll continue. So I'm sure if Gordon was here, he would point out that your outsider is lower odds than his value pick. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I feel I need to do that for him, considering he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> not usually my way either, but I, I struggled so much. Yeah, oh, you're better. You're better getting something that you have a wee bit of confidence in than just picking something for the sake of it. Like you know, we want, yeah. these, you know, we all we all want these picks to win. Um, so that's a draw in the game between Avispa Fukuoka and Sagan Tosu, a win for Sassuolo against Lazio, and then a win for Leeds against Southampton, um, and that prices up at just over twenty three to one. If you were to, to take the treble. So a nice, nice big price there. So they're the main picks. It's now on to the charity pick. And we're gonna have a bit of a bumper charity uh weekend this weekend with Dave and I both backing it. Um and hopefully there's there's a lot of money for for two incredibly good causes at the end of it. So no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um I shall start as on Saturday at 3 p.m. in Scotland in League One. Now, this game's already been flagged in the Facebook group. Um, an excellent spot from Ennis. Yeah, uh, was it the odd boost odds on it, was it? So he's he's he, he says you can, if you odds boost on Ladbrokes, you can get it. It evens, but if you just use Bet365, you can get it evens. You have to, oh, odds, right. you, you have to odds boost to get the price on Airdrie up to evens it. At Ladbrokes or at Hills, but at three six five, they just have right now on Wednesday evening. Airdrieonians are even money to beat East Fife away from home. Um, Airdrie are second top of the league. They're challenging for the title. They're very much in the hunt. East Fife are dead last. They're like they're completely rock bottom of this table. Form wise, Airdrie joint top of the league five's game form table with eleven points, um, and in that time they've scored ten times and conceded only three. So they are they are winning games and they are you know they're winning them with confidence and they're winning them comfortably. East Fife have managed four points from their last five matches, but they've only scored three goals and they've conceded eight. Evens on Airdrie here just seems such a good price and it's just yeah. far too good to pass up. Um, so hopefully they can get 
one leg in for the charity. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's, if that if that go if they score first, I think that's it. Isn't it? You, know, you oh, can't done. see a, a five getting back into it, can you? And even if he's five score first, it's a game you can see Erdre just coming back and winning from. Like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, they're yeah. still going to be in it even if they do lose that first goal. Um, so yeah, I just think it's a really good pick, and it is a really big price. On to Gordon's pick. This might be where it all hinges, depending on what time at the weekend uh, your game's at, Dave. His, he's waiting till no, Sunday. My one's last. Is oh, yours? no, he's just Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, his is Sunday. Oh, uh, yeah, no, he's last, yeah. <laughs> right, so it might all hinge on absent Gordon. Uh, Sunday at 2pm, so the game will be on TV uh, in the English Premiership. Sorry, the English Premier League. <laughs> We don't, we don't like calling the, the top league in England the Premiership. It's not been that for years. It's just that it's the Scottish Premiership, uh, the Premier League in England. Um, for West Ham versus Everton, and Gordo is taking a home win for West Ham here at odds of 4-5. to five. And the notes that he gave for this pick are Everton are shit. Close inverted commas. That was it. <laughs> Well, yeah, we should know. The last time we backed Everton to win was the last to Norwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> and I'm sure I pulled him up at the time going, no, that's, that, that's a terrible pick. Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. So he's maybe learned his lesson. He's backing against Everton. He's going for a solid home win for West Ham here. I can't disagree with it. Uh, Everton no. are very bad just now and, and they're in it's, serious it's, trouble. Yeah, especially away from home. They've yeah. been... I mean, they haven't been good anywhere, really, but a wife man have been even worse. Yeah. Um, right, Dave, round us, round us off for the final pick of this week's show and to complete uh, our charity treble. So, I mean, uh, somewhere probably people wouldn't think I would be, but it's, uh, I'm in the French league and it's uh, Saint-Étienne versus Marseille. And uh, I like Marseille 11 to 10. It's on uh, 8 o'clock on Saturday night. So Marseille sitting second with 53 points. Saint-Étienne in 18th, 27 points. But Marseille are top of the away form table. They took 30 points from 14 away games, mm-hmm. whereas Saint-Étienne sits 17th in the home form table, only taking 15 points from 15 games. Uh, Marseille have uh, won, the last, uh, won the last four games, won two at home, two away. St Etienne have only won one in the last five. Marseille won the last two meetings between the sides as well. So I mean, uh, I know uh, it's normally Gordo's league, the French league, but when we'd put our picks in the group, he did seem to like it. So yeah, I was going to say Gordon's already given it his French seal of approval. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah that that all sounds good. I think the charity bet has a really good shot of coming in here, decent odds as well because we're all hovering around even money mark. So that's a win for Airdrieonians, um, a win for West Ham, and a win for Marseille. And that price is up at just over six and a half to one. So hopefully next week, Dave will be reporting on a, a, a glorious win and a bumper oh, charity, uh, <laughs> money to charity. Uh, that That's the picks from this week's show. You can get them all written down, uh, as I mentioned earlier, every week in a handy JPEG format on the Patreon app. So just download Patreon. Search for Trample Bet, £6 a month to be a member of the club. Um, so you get the cheat sheet, you get this podcast early, so as soon as we finish recording it in, in video format, which includes the extra bit in the middle, um, and then you also get a whole host of other podcasts and other content that we do, and we'll be doing stuff for the uh, 
um, the Masters coming up in the various golf tournaments. I think that's the next thing that's in that's that's in the calendar. So do join us on Patreon. Mention the the Facebook group as well. Uh, so that's just come and join us on Facebook. Search Trample Bet Podcast. There's a group of uh, a couple of hundred people in there, and we we talk football, we talk football betting, we talk sports betting. Um, all the regular contributors are are in there as well as a whole host of folk uh, that know a lot more about certain sports than I do. Uh, Michael Stokes, excellent with his rugby and his slang, uh, with his with his Airdronian shout, nice and early um, this week. So it's it's a good place to be and it's good fun. And Dave, you put your your treble uh, from yesterday night in there. I just took it in the wrong bookie. Yeah, it's, uh, if you just took it three six five, which. Uh, if you've listened to me on this podcast before, you know I've been a bit lucky with three six five payouts with uh, two nil winners. But uh, yeah, it was uh, Mansfield, Oldham, and Salford, and uh, luckily Mansfield went two nil up, and uh, but actually drew the game two all in the end. Whereas Salford won two one and Oldham won two nil. So again, if you'd have been on three six five, it would have paid out for you. Yeah, if you'd been on 365, you got all your winnings in full. But if, like me, you bagged it at Hills, because that's where your balance is after the Cheltenham Festival, <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> Dave, thank you so much for joining us um, and for sort of holding the floor in Gordon's absence this week as well. Nah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. And we'll see you next week to, uh, to recap um, what hopefully has been another successful week for you. I hope so. <laughs> nice one. That's the show. Thank you, everyone, very much for listening. Uh, we shall see you next week. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.